Hey friend, welcome to Rest, Fuel, Move. I'm your host SJ. I'm an outspoken Christian women's health advocate, productivity guru, daughter of the king, and a 40-something mum to a sassy, independent daughter. I'm here to arm you with the knowledge you need to better understand your body and mind so that you can live a life free of diets, fitness fads, and comparison. If you are ready to finally lose weight sustainably, to learn how to consistently make the best choices for your health, follow a simple eating plan, and finally enjoy your exercise routine, all while keeping God at the centre of it all, then this is the podcast for you. Friend, grab your Bible, fill up your water bottle, and lace up those shoes. It's time to get fit. Hey friend, now before we dig into today's episode, I just want to remind you that you are invited to join me every week on Sunday for a pause, pray and plan session. We come together for 30 minutes just to pause and breathe and rest in the presence of God. We're going to pray together as a community of Christian women from across the globe and we're going to take some time out with our planners to plan the week ahead to make sure that you are feeling set up to have a successful week. The link to the sessions is in the show notes. This is a completely free community. I'm not charging for this so you have absolutely no reason and no excuses not to join us. I can't wait to see you on the Zoom call. Now today's episode is all about overeating and as always there is a really good story as to why I am talking about this topic and why it is something that I thought would be a good topic for a podcast episode. Now, I don't know if you have followed me on social media. I am on Instagram. I do post sometimes on Instagram. The Instagram handle is rest, fuel, move. I have posted recently quite a few pictures of my new puppy that we have called Sky. She is, at time of recording, a 12-week-old yellow Labrador puppy who is absolutely gorgeous, but oh my goodness, she is obsessed with food. And there have been so many jokes, bless her little heart, about them like Labradors loving food. And if you are a Labrador owner, you probably know what I'm talking about. They love food. I went to the vets and had her weighed. Now, bear in mind, I have only had her four weeks. And when I first got her, she weighed just over five kilos. And at 12 weeks, she had doubled in weight and is now at the 12 kilo mark. So there's been a lot of comments about how big she's got and how much she eats and all of the things. And I thought, you know what? This poor puppy, it's a really good job she doesn't understand what we're saying about her. Because, you know, if we were saying these sorts of things about people, it would be pretty insulting. So I actually went away and did some research about Labradors and wondered why this particular breed of dog had a, like, association, why people sort of were talking about, like, fat labs and how much they love their food and all of this. And apparently, when I went down the research rabbit hole, the reason that dogs like Labradors are particularly obsessed with food is actually linked to a gene that they have. It's called the POMC gene. And in 2016, the University of Cambridge identified that because Labradors 
are more likely to have a slight default on this particular gene, it means that they are not so good at recognizing when they have had enough to eat. Now, I don't know about you, but there have been plenty of occasions where my body has also not recognized that I have had enough to eat. And this is why I wanted to talk about overeating and to leave you with a couple of top tips of how you can prevent yourself from overeating. Now, have you ever been to one of those all-you-can-eat buffets? Like, there was one that we used to go to and it was a Chinese all-you-can-eat buffet and you paid like 15 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever it was, depending on the time of day. And you literally went in there with a plate and you could just eat everything. Like, as much as you wanted, as many times as you wanted. And it had everything, like all of the Chinese food, all of the pancakes, all of the crispy dark, all, and the desserts and the stir fries. It was just insane, like how much food was on offer. And I don't know about you, but whenever I've been to those kind of sort of things, or whether it's like a buffet at a wedding or something like that. Have you ever stood back and watched people? (laughs) And even yourself, you probably might be guilty of this. I know that I certainly am. You kind of get this sort of like anxiousness of, oh my gosh, I've got to get that food because if I don't eat it, I'm not going to get my money's worth and everybody else is going to eat it. And actually, it's so mad because in these kind of situations, like the food is so plentiful. So why do we get this anxiety around it that we feel that we need to eat it, which then leads us to overeat? Because I bet you have gone to one of those restaurants and you sat back and you've thought, oh my goodness, like how much have I eaten? Did I actually really need to eat all of that? Perhaps you might even need to, I mean, (laughs) I don't know if you've ever watched Friends and you see there's that episode with Joey and he sits down to eat like that Thanksgiving turkey or something and he has his stretchy pants on because he knows he's just gonna feel so uncomfortable. I mean, let's be honest, you don't wear jeans to an all-you-can-eat buffet, do you? You want something that's got a bit of give in it because you know you're gonna feel pretty uncomfortable by the time you walk out. And this really got me thinking about why do we overeat? Why do we feel the need to eat so much food that we get to a point where we feel uncomfortable, our clothes feel tight, our, like, we give ourselves heartburn, indigestion, we might even go for ourselves, like, an upset stomach. Like, why is it that we get to this point? Because if you are on a weight loss journey, which I know many of you are, and you are looking to improve your health and your fitness, like your nutrition is a massive part of this process. And overeating is so easy to do. So, so easy. There is food everywhere. You think about, you go to events, you go to friends, you go to all of the things, there's always food there. It's so easy to overeat. And if you're someone who struggles with this, this can be a real hindrance when it comes to weight loss. And this is definitely something I personally have struggled with in the past. And I just thought I would share a few ideas and suggestions with you that might help you when it comes to overeating. And first of all, what I actually wanna do is to dig into 
some scriptures with you. <laughs> so I'm not going to hit you straight away with the top tips of how to reduce overeating and lose weight, like, you know, because that's probably what you're here for. But let's actually look at the Bible and see what does the Bible actually say about overeating. So I want you to go and grab your Bible because your version of the Bible might be a little bit different to mine. And we're going to start off by having a look at Matthew 5 verse 6. Now, I've spoken about my favourite Bible before. It is called Inspire. It's an NLT translation. So in my Bible, it says, God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. So of course, we're human. Like We are going to have hunger. We are going to have thirst. That's part of being human, isn't it? But what we're actually saying is, Food and drink alone is not going to leave you feeling satisfied. What is going to leave you feeling satisfied? And we know that that's God and his truth and his word and Jesus. It isn't the food and the drink that we put into our bodies. And I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of talking about like the food industry and that sort of thing. But remember... Like those food industries are designed to be addictive as well. So if we're looking to be satisfied, if we're talking about hunger and thirst and being satisfied, actually what we're looking for is to be satisfied with God, looking for those who hunger and thirst for justice or for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. I love that. Okay, now the second scripture that I want you to have a look at is Psalm 81 verse 10. Now, in my NLT translation, it reads, For it, for it was I, the Lord your God, who rescued you from the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it with good things. Now, for me personally, what I'm taking from this is that God is saying to you, like, whatever your struggles are right now, and actually providing food and putting food on the table might be a struggle for you because of the cost of living. But God is saying, whatever struggles you face, I can feel your need. I took you out of a really difficult, challenging situation, and I can fill it I can fill you with good things. And that might be food. It might be like financial blessings. But what I take away from this is it isn't about the food that I put in my mouth that is going to make me feel good. It's actually about what I'm getting by spending time in the Bible and spending time with God that is going to make me feel good. And God is going to fill my mouth with good things. Okay, let's dig in to another one, which is Ephesians 6 verse 12. Now, in my translation, it says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Now, what this is saying to me is that this battle that we have with food, it isn't about a battle or a fight 
with the food industry because you know my thoughts on that like I have huge opinions around like diet culture the food industry the way that we are manipulated around food and this cycle that we have but what this verse is saying that this battle and this fight goes deeper than that the enemy wants overeating to sideline the call of God Now, just sit in that for a moment. Because if you think about it, and if we go back to that all-you-can-eat buffet, and you're sat in that restaurant, and you're thinking, right, I need to go up to this place, and I need to go and fill my plate with food, and I want to eat this, and I want to eat that, and I want to do the other. Like, to me, what this verse is saying, that my focus shifts onto the food that I'm eating, this need that I have to consume this food. And that is the enemy using food like as an idol, but it's something that is sidelining the call of God and to what God is wanting and asking of you. And let's be honest, like you're not gonna be able to hear God while you're spooning like mouthful of mouthful of Chinese food into your mouth. And then after you've sat down and eaten that meal and you've gone off and trying to walk home, like you're not wanna go, going to want to like jump up and start, you know, worshiping God and playing some worship music and dancing around. You're probably gonna want to go and have a lie down and go to sleep. You're not gonna want to get in your Bible and read the scripture. So I think this is a really powerful verse because it's saying that this isn't about the fight with the food industry. This is the enemy using this as a tool to sideline the call of God. Like, wow. When you think about it like that, that is incredibly powerful, isn't it? Okay, the last one that I have for today is Psalm 145 verse 15. Now, in my translation, it reads as, the eyes of all look to you in hope. You give them their food as they need it. And my question for you, after reading this scripture, is how would your relationship with food change if you look to God for his provision? Like on the whole, we're lucky enough to live in a world If you're listening to this, you're probably lucky enough to live in a world where food is not hard to come by. But what about if we turn our eyes up as we make our eating decisions? So a couple of really powerful kind of questions, like thoughts from that particular scripture. How would your relationship food, how would your relationship, sorry, with food change if you look to God for his provision. And if we were to turn our eyes up as we made our eating decisions, how would that also change your relationship with food? What would that look like for you? Like, would overeating be a challenge for you? And I just want you to pause this podcast and just go back and reread those four scriptures. And I have listed them in the show notes. Get your Bible out, get some highlighters out and just read those and journal over it. Now, obviously, if you are in the car or you're walking your dog, whatever it is that you're doing, you might not be able to do that right now. But just maybe think about that. Like if you are somebody who struggles with overeating, 
putting too much on your plate, feeling like you've got to sort of fill this void with food, which so many of us have, like so many of us do that. And I have done that on so many occasions. It's like finding comfort in, in food, finding comfort in the bottom of an ice cream tub, finding comfort in a packet of sweets. Like that is so common. And this isn't about you giving yourself a hard time about it because like I've done that, I've given myself a hard time about it. And where did it get me? It didn't get me anywhere. And it probably hasn't got you anywhere. But this is why we need to reframe the way that we are thinking about food, the way that we think about food in our bodies and root ourselves in the Bible, in the scripture, around what God says around these things to change the way that we think about things. And the the answer isn't just go on another diet, follow another diet program, drink another diet shake. The answer is actually in your Bible. And if you're struggling with overeating, I really challenge you just to talk of God to God about it. Like, God, help me. Like, I am struggling with this. What can I do? Show me how I can, you know, find a way through this. Like, open your Bible. Ask him to show you a scripture that will help you. Find a scripture that really resonates with you. Maybe it's one of the ones that I have just spoken to you about. For me, I think the most impactful one is the Ephesians verse um Ephesians 6 verse 12 because it goes deeper into the like the idea behind the enemy using overeating as a distraction as a sideline to us hearing that call from God and I want my ears open and I don't want anything to distract me from hearing God's voice and if overeating is distracting me from God, then that is definitely something that I want to be stopping. Now, I know it's easy to kind of sit here and say these things. And I want to leave you with like two simple tips that you can use to help you through this process. But there isn't a magic answer. And I think as Christians, we need to dig deeper than the surface level of, right, let's do this and let's do that but I can certainly share some practicalities with you but I think you're going to have to get in your bible and I think you really need to look at addressing the issue when it comes to overeating and that issue for me when it came to overeating is trying to find comfort in something that isn't God and that's what overeating is isn't it it's finding comfort in food because we're trying to fill a hole, but actually that hole is not the shape of a donut. It's not the shape of a burger. That is a God-shaped hole. And that's probably a big sign to you that you need to get in your Bible and spend more time with God. Okay, now, all of that being said, I do wanna leave you with two simple practical steps to help you to reduce the occurrence of overeating. Because if you're trying to lose weight, you want to make sure that you are eating a good amount of food that is sustaining you and is going to help you to be the most healthy version of yourself. So the first one, as boring as it is, and as often as I bang this drum, you need to meal plan. Meal planning is the way that you are going to make sure that you have something to eat every day, something that is healthy, nutritious, 
that is going to be helping you to achieve the goal that you want when it comes to your health and your weight loss journey. And it's not just about saying, oh, well, I need to have this on this day. It's about actually sticking to it. Because it's really hard, isn't it, to resist the call of the takeaway where, and I'm sure like for so many of you, like if you go through like McDonald's and they're all like, do you want like to supersize it? Do you want to make it large? You know, there's all these ways that if you are having like some kind of fast food that you end up eating more than you actually want to because there's all these extras that you can have. And it's like, do you want a starter? Do you want a dessert? Do you, you know, there's so, so much. But if you are meal planning and you have a regular plan for what you're going to eat, when you're going to eat it, you have the ingredients at home and you get those ingredients out and there is that level of organization, you are less likely to overeat. Because if you know what you're eating, you're not gonna be hitting those drive-throughs, you're not gonna be phoning up for a takeaway. And side note to this, like I can't get any of this where I live. So I know it's quite easy for me to say this. And one of my friends said to me who, she lives in London, she said, what? Like you can't get an Uber? you can't like order pizza and I'm like no I can't and it's probably one of the reasons why I don't struggle with this thing is because I can't get it so my tip to you if you need to not be able to access these things is like delete the apps on your phone (laughs) like get rid of them so that you can't use them to order food and say to yourself I am not going to go through a drive through I'm not going to go and pick up takeaway food, like, you know, meal plan. And honestly, my friend, this is one of the reasons why I've set up this weekly meetup on Zoom, because meal planning is laborious. It's boring. It's time consuming. And it really doesn't feel like much fun. So if you are someone who struggles with meal planning, come and join the pause, pray, plan sessions because you can use that time to plan your meals for your family write your shopping list and we can hold you accountable to doing that or if you need some extra help and you want some more support around meal planning coming up with some ideas of healthy meals and that sort of thing then book some one-to-one sessions with me I do offer like a personal training package which I've also linked in the show notes you can grab that and I will work with you to build a training regime. I'll help you build some programs and I'll also help you with your meal planning on a one-to-one basis as well. So throw out those menus, throw out those apps and get meal planning. That was number one. Number two is about sitting at a table to eat your food properly. So that means like sitting around at a table with your kids, with your partner, like eating food together as a family, as a family unit. And if you are somebody who works, that means not eating your food at your desk. So ultimately what I'm saying to you is you need to avoid distractions when you are eating. Put your phone away, put the iPads away, get the kids off their iPads, eat your food properly in a way where you are present and you are fully aware of every single mouthful that you are putting in your mouth 
because you are less likely to overeat. Sit at the table, thank God for the food that you are about to eat and eat it without distractions. So those are my top two practical tips. It's not weigh your food, it's not count your calories. It's two really simple things that you can start doing today. Get rid of the distractions when you're eating and meal plan. And come and join us for pause, pray, plan every week on Zoom. Come and join us. Come and do your meal planning with us. We will hold you accountable. And if you need some extra help, book some one-to-one personal training coaching with me. The link to all of that is in the show notes. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you have a really blessed week. I am thinking of you. I am praying for you. And I look forward to catching you in the next episode.